welcome to the Talking with Tata podcast. I'm your host, Andy Schneider, also known as Tata. Today's podcast features Nicole Sperling, who is the head of admissions for the Gordon School in Miami. The Gordon School is a child-focused environment, very nurturing program, which basically is divided up into three different centers. There's the children of early language, early development, early childhood, and goes up to fifth grade. So there's two different programs there, the younger kids, the older kids. They also have a program called the Tikva Center, which supports children on the autism spectrum. Part of their program is really just diversifying children. So your child can be typically developing or they can be on the spectrum. They are doing separate educational classes, but all of their classes that are social are put together, which really allows children to develop this empathy. PE is together, recess is together, playground, lunchtime, and just socializing with different children. It's a beautiful experience for everyone involved. Everyone learns something from having that kind of inclusion setting. And Nicole will talk more about her background in education, the interview process, what admission directors are really looking for when you are applying to school, what to ask for on the tour, what to even really look for for your child. It's also about your child and matching them to the best program. This week's Tata's tip of the week is socialize. Put your child out there. And you're going to hear a lot in our podcast with Nicole Sperling from the Gordon School. We really talk about allowing your child to get outside and socialize. Obviously, if you have a newborn, you're not going to necessarily put them around other children. But as soon as you feel comfortable, which also will help you as a new parent, get outside, socialize, allow your children to just meet new people, work on eye contact, even if it's the doorman of a building or going to a park, getting your child outside. The more they socialize, the stronger language skills they will have. This will allow for more typically developing skills. What does that mean? Eye contact, shaking someone's hand. You know, these are things that are really early pre-literacy skills. Your child might not be able to speak at one, at two. Some children can't even speak until three, but you're teaching them these nonverbal communication skills. Them going on a slide and taking turns with another child. Let one child go, wait your turn, and then you go. These are all skills that are so important. And that's really what I want to talk about this week. Get your child outside. Bring them to a playground. Talk about what you see. And we've talked about this in other tips. You might go on a beach walk and say, wow, look at the waves. They're so big. Talk with your child. Allow them to just hear what's going on in the world. Use their senses. Touch the sand. Let them do that with a friend maybe. With COVID, a lot of these children were really surrounded by adults for so long. So allow your child to socialize. Get them out there as much as you can, especially in Miami Beach. I'm very excited to welcome Nicole Sperling to the podcast today. Nicole is the admissions director at the Gordon School in Miami. The Gordon School is, well, you're going to learn about it, but it's dedicated to helping children reach their highest potential through a very nurturing, child-focused environment. And you're going to hear a little bit about just the school in general and the Tikva Center. So Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. So I am the admissions director at the Gordon School. A little bit about my background is I have a bachelor's in advertising and marketing communications, 
and a master's in early childhood education. So you can use both to promote and get, yep, got it. (laughs) Exactly. And that was always my goal to combine both degrees. I taught for about nine years before Mm -hmm. I took on the admissions director role. Where did you teach at? I taught at a bunch of Jewish organizations throughout the United States. So I was in California and D.C., Florida, New York, everywhere. It was a great experience. I learned a lot everywhere I went. But after I had my daughter, I knew that this was my opportunity to transition and use both my degrees. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a great decision. And the best part is, is that my daughter gets to go to the Gordon School as well. Okay, so what is the Gordon School? So the Gordon School, there's three parts to it. Okay. There, it is part of Beth David Congregation, which is in the Rhodes area, right outside Brickell, Coral Gables, and Coconut Grove. Mm -hmm. It is an early childhood center. Then we are also a elementary school up until fifth grade. And part of our uh, elementary school is something called our Tikva Center. Okay. And our Tikva Center is our school for children that are diagnosed with autism. Okay. It is an inclusion program with our elementary schools. So all social aspects of the day, the children combine. Like playground, lunch. Playground, lunch, PE, music, art. And the main goal of the TICFA program is to actually have the children mainstream into the elementary school. I think that is fabulous. And I think that's something that most programs probably lack on both ends. You know, Mm -hmm. children who are maybe typically developing aren't exposed to children on the spectrum. And children on the spectrum don't typically socialize with these other children in different populations. Exactly. It's a beautiful experience for everyone involved. Everyone learns something from having that kind Mm -hmm. of inclusion setting. You learn empathy. I mean, look, I'm a speech therapist, but part of my background, I interned at the Rebecca School in New York City, which was a school really focused on children with autism and just children on the spectrum. But I've been exposed to it, and I genuinely believe that being in this field taught me empathy. And I think some people have it naturally. I think that's probably what you're teaching all these children. Definitely. And what ages is the TICVA program? So the TICVA program starts, uh, we have something called our Early Childhood Intervention Program. Mm-hmm. So that starts at pre-K and okay. that's run by a BCA. And we're partnered with FIU students, so Mm -hmm. that way they come and do their practicum here at the Early Childhood Intervention. And so what is exactly this BCA? So basically the Early Childhood Intervention Program, we have the FIU students Mm -hmm. who come. It's run by the BCBA, who is the head teacher of that classroom. Okay, which is a behavioral coach, essentially. Essentially. Okay. And then we have an early childhood teacher there as well. So that way they're getting the learning components that are necessary for, because they're pre-K age, that are necessary for kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And they're also getting the support that they need as well. So in speech therapy, we have um, just early intervention. And with most yes. most therapies, let's say. So early intervention for us is like getting in there early and obviously at a certain age, kind of helping and forming speech goals at an earlier time in the child's life. So your program, it's focused on autism or do other children allowed who might just need early intervention skills? So other children are allowed that need the um, intervention skills. Mm -hmm. that just need that extra support and that extra push. Mm -hmm. For the TICVA Center, though, 
you do need an autism diagnosis. Got it. So those children, you know, sometimes continue into the kindergarten program. Yep. Other times, it's not necessary mm-hmm. for to be in the TICVA program. They can actually maybe mainstream right away into the kindergarten program. Okay. So you have you know, a lot of experience. You are a mom. Yes. You are the admissions director. And a lot of our parents really, I mean, I have a lot of people even say to me, like, I need you to help me and my daughter with the interview process getting into school, especially the children in New York. It's a very tough process. I actually think that Florida is kind of getting on that level of Mm -hmm. just how do I get into this school? Um, So you obviously have the background of I'm a mom trying to get into school, but I also am deciding who gets into school. Right. Can you kind of give our parents a little bit of, let's say, guidance into the admissions process? You know, you've been through it on both ends. Do you have any tips for them? Obviously, I think the most important thing is to tour the school. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that it's a school that meets your family's values. Mm -hmm. Each division of our school does have a different admissions process and criteria. Got it. For the elementary school, we do gather as much information as we can. We ask for records from their previous schools, where they're coming from. We do ask for teacher recommendations and all of that stuff mm-hmm. that helps us, you know, get a background of the More child. academic. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Then what we do with our elementary school is we actually have the child come and spend a day at the school. Interesting. Because as much as, you know, we want you here, we want you to want to be here. Yeah. So they get essentially a day in the life of a Gordon student. Got it. Like a shadowing process. Exactly. So they get to join the peers they'll be with in their next year, and they get to experience a typical day. After that, we meet as an admissions committee. It's usually me, uh, the principal, and then the teacher that they spent the day with. Okay. And we meet and we go over all the paperwork and the files, and then we come up with an admissions decision. Okay, so it's a team process, very collaborative with their old program in addition to yours or their old yes. school. Are there questions that really parents should ask? You know, what impresses you? If I'm going on a tour with my child, my future child, let's say, what should I ask? Or is that too much that people can do? Ask the questions away because you, you're you sending your prized possession to school here. Yeah. You want to make sure they're going to get the education that you want them to mm-hmm. have. So I always recommend when you're coming on a tour – You know, look at the classrooms and all of that, but look at the children, look at their faces, look at how they're interacting, you know, Mm -hmm. with their, the materials in the classroom with the other students. Mm -hmm. Then look at the teachers, look at how the teachers are interacting with the Mm -hmm. students. Questions that I think are important to ask on tours are class sizes and ratios. In elementary school, Mm -hmm. a lot of questions I get are on homework, academics. Mm -hmm. I think another important question is to ask where the graduates of that school go to. Because it's important to, you know, look to the future and look ahead. Right. When I'm giving tours, I like to start at the youngest age. You know, if I'm doing an elementary school tour, I like to start in the kindergarten Mm -hmm. classroom and show how the environment of the classroom progresses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our kindergarten class is all tables and they sit together and everything is low and accessible to them. 
Then you get to the fifth grade classroom and the environment changes. Mm -hmm. They're sitting more in rows. They, you know, but mind you, the Gordon School keeps learning very comfortable. They do have their pillows. There's always a beanbag or a couch (laughs) to sit in. Uh, It's amazing. Wow. Like the fifth graders, what they do that I absolutely love is when it's time for them to do their reading Mm -hmm. and their book, they sit on the couch and in beanbags. So it's more of a book club than it is of a lecture. Uh Making teaching in school more comfortable. Exactly. You you want them to – because school's hard. Sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. it gets hard. I had a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Like you – and you want them to have confidence Mm -hmm. and comfort in their learning. Mm -hmm. Do you find that just the Gordon School – obviously, I know you love this program, but do you find that – because they have this whole TICFA program that the teachers are really just giving so much more additional support? Well, so our TICFA students have their own teachers. So they are provided with a ton of support. Mm -hmm. And wherever they go, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's lunch or recess or music, art, their teachers go with them. Mm -hmm. So there's always support. Mm -hmm. The children that mainstream into our elementary Mm -hmm. school program – we have someone up there called our academic coach. And what he does is he floats around from class to class and he provides that extra support for those students. Got it. So he's a Tikva teacher, but he's stationed in the elementary school. Got it. So they are getting that support. There's always support for them. I just know just based off of the environment and meeting a bunch of you in the program, you know, I think that there's just a special, let's say, empathy or skill that you have to have. Just first of all, of course, the TICFA program, but even just being surrounded by it and seeing it every day. Not many people are exposed to that. Right. And, you know, there could be an individual who is so highly functioning and they are on the spectrum. And I think, you know, there's so many different ranges. And I think that's important for what I at least think everyone should be exposed to just different populations and just learning exactly. about people. It, it's essentially diversity, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So it is the beauty of that program there. I think that is great. So just to kind of lead it back to, you know, the whole admissions process and obviously from your perspective, what stands out if you're going through an application? You know, you could have a hundred amazing families. What's really going to stand out? Is it the child, the parents? You know, what for you is that? So for me, the the best thing is to have the child come and spend the day. Got it. Because getting to know the child in a, you know, one-on-one and mm-hmm. in a group setting, mm-hmm. that's the most effective way to make the admissions decision. Okay. Sometimes we wish that they could spend a whole week yeah. there because one day is just not enough to even yeah. get to know someone. And you're watching them throughout this process? So we watch them and then they're there the whole day. So mm-hmm. I'm popping in and out during the different lessons mm-hmm. to see the teachers always looking. And what we look for is we look for social interactions. Mm-hmm. We look for less of the academics Mm -hmm. when they're there because that's easy to see from their previous records. We look at the social dynamic, how they function in the classroom during Mm -hmm. the transition to different activities and different lessons. Mm -hmm. So these are all things that we wouldn't be able to see unless the student actually came to the school. So what about a school? And you might have a different perspective on this, but what about a school who doesn't do that? And I think a lot of schools do this whole shadow process, but if they don't. What would stand out on an application for you? 
So if they don't, what would stand out is the academics, Got you it. know, yep. and also the the teacher recommendations. It's Got important it. to see what their teacher thinks of them. Right. You know, right. and sometimes, you know, we do call up those teachers and say, hi, like they, so-and-so just spent the day here. Can you just tell us a little bit more of, you know, this or this? Their nature, their exactly. socialization. Absolutely. So, you know, just as a speech therapist, I mentioned this before, people always come up to me saying, you know, my child's too, they're interviewing for Country Day or to get into Lehrman and or the Gordon School and, you know, they're not talking yet or they're really shy. You know, from my perspective, I say, look, they understand that some children are shy and they understand that some children are not going to feel comfortable just making friends immediately. What do you really expect from this child? You know, I know that the Gordon School might have different programs, but if there's a two-year-old and they're just... They're an amazing child and they'll be perfect for a program, but they're not as verbal. What do you what do you do at that point? What we do, so the admissions process for early childhood mm-hmm. is is very different okay. from elementary school. Okay. So the way that our admissions process works is, you know, we always start with a tour and the paperwork, but what we like to do is we we again like to meet the child. Yep. Before we accept them and enroll them, we really like to get to know the child. So Mm -hmm. we suggest having a play date in the morning. So the child will come with someone they're comfortable with, Mm -hmm. whether that be a parent or a nanny, whoever it is. So that physical being will be with them the whole time. Got it. And they go into their classroom that they would be joining and the peers they would be with the following year. And they actually, usually we like to do it on the playground because Mm -hmm. most children, you know, thrive in that nature. Absolutely. Gives the parents an opportunity to see the other children, see the social dynamic amongst the school. And it also allows the um, parents to meet the teachers. Mm -hmm. So during that time, what we look for is less their speech and verbal ability, but more about how they interact with the materials around them and interact with the children, how they open up to new environments. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not looking for them to just like leave their parents and run to the slide. You know, if they do that, whoa. But if they don't, that's completely normal. Right. So what we look for is we just look for the simple things. We look for eye contact. We look for respect of materials, using things the right way, Mm -hmm. and things like that. Right. And that's something that I try to tell my families, you know, worry less about what the child is expressing in the moment. You know, you're going into an interview. They're surrounded by strangers. They might not feel that comfortable. If you raise a respectful child, you know, the way that they might say please to a teacher or thank you or even just look at them and wave, you know. It could be nonverbal communication as well. Exactly. And that goes a long way. You know, we just – we look for the the social dynamics for the children. Yep. I'm going to make my – such a young age. Absolutely. And I'm going to make my tip of the week this week, you know, really more about socialization. And that's – look, that's why we started talking with Tata. I wanted the children. COVID, which I'm curious about your program changing, but, you know, COVID – took away a lot of socialization and experiences for children. And that's something we're trying to give back to them. Yes. My niece was born, born in 2020, you know, trying to just get them out there more. Mm-hmm. Do you think your program has changed a lot during COVID? So we actually were able to reopen over the summer of COVID. Wow. Because, 2020. Yes. Wow. Because one thing that's super unique about the Gordon School is we have an enormous amount of outdoor space. It's surrounded by trees. We have a huge field. We have three playgrounds. We have a soccer 
court. We have a basketball court. So we were able to do a lot of learning outdoors mm -hmm. during that time. Yeah. As a parent, that's what appealed me for my family to go to the Gordon School. Absolutely. Get your child outside. They, you know? We're in Miami. Like, we're so lucky yeah. to be have this you know, Absolutely. ability and children thrive outdoors. I completely agree. So like from the youngest age to the oldest age, we bring as much learning as we can outdoors to this day. We've just continued that. So you're continuing practice. it. Yeah. So in a way, COVID, I mean, it doesn't help anybody, but I think that it probably really focused all of you guys and just education in general and being outside. Definitely. Yeah. You know, and our early childhood center is a Reggio Emilia inspired school. Oh, wow. So nature plays a huge part yep. in that. You know, our classrooms, our early childhood classrooms are filled with nature. Mm -hmm. Like you'll go in, you'll see flowers are hanging. Everything is just beautiful. That's awesome. Yep. So where can our listeners find you? Um, the Gordon School find you um, just to get tips and really just learn more about the program. So you can find us at gordonschoolmiami.org. Okay. You can also follow us on Instagram at gordonschoolmiami. Yep. On the website, you will see videos, you'll see photos, you'll learn a lot more about the philosophy of the school. Mm -hmm. Through our Instagram, you'll see a day-to-day -day life of a so Gordon you post student. it all. Absolutely. We post a lot. Every day you'll find something. And, Love you that. know, of course we focus on the Jewish values yep. and the holidays and all that. When we, the children are in elementary school, mm -hmm. it is a trilingual program. They are wow. taught in English. They have Hebrew five days a week. And they're taught – they have Spanish twice a week. Reminds me of my childhood because I went to a Jewish day school. I was taught English and Hebrew. I actually was not taught Spanish but Hebrew. First of all, I mean obviously I'm Jewish but it, it you know – just allows you to sing. And we just had a podcast with Jam with Jamie and we talked about singing and, you know, best. whatever religion you are, you know, sing and get to know just like the songs and everything. I think that's fabulous. So you guys are a yes. trilingual program. Yes. And our early childhood center is a bilingual program. So one teacher is speaks in Spanish the whole day and one speaks in English the whole day. Wow. So it's a very fluid, organic way to learn both languages. I honestly wish I could join right now because I'm <laughs> concerned that I don't know enough Spanish. So. Me too. And I'm wow. really counting on my daughter to she will be translate you. and yep. teach me Give everything. her a few years, but yes. she'll get there. She's already, it's incredible what wow. she's picked up. Wow. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Of Everyone, course. go look into the Gordon School, even if you just wanted to be involved somehow. Their programs are amazing, early childhood, the Tikva Center, um, and really just how you guys really support the background and just education for children. I love it. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to visit Talking With Tata on Instagram and on Facebook.